Hi, and welcome to Broken Wheel, a blog and podcast taking an in-depth look at the Bible. I'm your author and host, Hunter Carl. Today, we're looking at Ecclesiastes 5.18. Behold, what I have seen to be good and fitting is to eat and drink and find enjoyment in all the toil with which one toils under the sun, the few days of his life that God has given him. For this is his lot. Remember how we discussed that certain themes repeat in Ecclesiastes? Vanity and striving after wind are the main ones. This idea of what is good or the best we can hope for in our lives repeats as well. Many times, it only discusses eating, drinking, and finding joy in our labor. One aspect of this theme is to say, in all the pain and suffering of your life, this is the best you can hope for. It's not an uplifting message. When someone tells you their life is meaningless, most of us would not attempt to comfort them by saying, well, at least you have food and water and get to work every day falls flat in some of life's more devastating tragedies. This phrase is also used to introduce a debater. We have discussed this in the past, but this is an old literary technique used by Solomon to bring in another speaker into his monologue. The ancient literary technique was a device for showing a dissenting point of view. It rounds out Solomon's thesis and shows he has considered some counterarguments. Why do these phrases repeat? Because God and Solomon want us to consider the idea with the new information we have learned. Chapter 3, verse 22, was the last time we discussed this concept. In that time, we reviewed the oppression done on earth, the wise youth and the foolish king, reverence for God, and the gathering of wealth to one's herd. Looking at all these injustices, minus the instructions on approaching God, how does this perspective of finding good in feasting and work stand up? Not very well. Immoral judges and churches can punish you without cause if they are corrupt, making your security in this world worthless. The foolish king rules until the wise youth can stand in his place. Can he not bind and throw you into prison, removing from you the work of your hands? At what point does loving your work become loving your money? That's a murky dividing line. Not only do all these realities about life threaten your financial security, but they can also remove from you the meaningful work that you enjoy. One of the more creative forms of suffering performed in both the gulags and concentration camps were meaningless work. Prisoners were asked to carry a pile of heavy stones from one end of the prison camp to the other, only to be instructed to carry them right back. This wasn't foolishness on their captors, it was art. Not only were the prisoners malnourished, beaten, and threatened with death, all their work was replaced by meaningless activities. How could a man or woman not break under that kind of pressure? Despite these verses being cold comfort in most areas of our life, it doesn't change the fact that the good times God gives us are our lot. What should we do when feasting and good work comes our way? We should see them as a gift from God, an opportunity to truly be at peace or dig our shoulder in deep and lift our brothers and sisters up. True, it doesn't justify everything. Jesus' death and resurrection did that. It sure is nice carrying the burdens he gives us rather than sitting around and twiddling our thumbs. If you liked what you heard today, visit brokenwheel.substack.com and sign up to get this podcast and blog posts sent to your email. The podcast is also available on iTunes and Spotify. Please rate and review us there. If you want more of my writing, visit the About page on my website to read short stories I've recently published in journals such as the Blue Mountain Review. Thanks and have a great rest of your day.